And so someone posted this on a Facebook post. And the question goes like this. What are some of the good things about wearing a mask other than health reasons? You all can think of some already. I see all your things coming up. Some people said, I don't need to wear makeup anymore. Right? Right, ladies? Woo! Our face looks so much better now without makeup. Okay, some, someone said, I don't have to shave. Guys, huh? that's why the MCO beard came out. Someone said, no one can smell, smell my bad breath. Someone said, no one can see me talking to myself. And this one, I can walk past a person I know without speaking to them because they don't recognize me. Ooh, how many of you did that? Oh man, that's the person I know, but I'm just going to walk past because I can pretend like I don't know that person, right? Gotta. Hey, I see some people nodding their head lah. Oh my goodness. Okay, we have become a nameless, faceless generation. People know us by our IC number or by our phone number because we check in. Right? We have become a nameless, faceless generation. But I'm here to tell you this. He knows your name. Amen? God calls you by name. He doesn't, you don't need a ticket number to go to Him. You don't need to take a queue number and wait for your number to be called. You can go directly into His presence. Amen? Isn't that exciting? And last week, Pastor started off his message by saying these exact words. He calls you by name. And I got so excited. I wrote, all of you have got family chats, right? Right? So I wrote in my family chat group. I was like, hey, I'm so excited. This is what God has been speaking to me. And this is what I've been preparing. God calls you by name. And then he mentioned two guys that I'm going to speak about today. And then I got even more excited because this is what God is saying to our church. Are you excited? Am I the only one that's excited? I got so excited because this is what God wants to tell us this morning. He knows you by name. He knows your name. You're not alone. You're not a number. You're not just one person in the crowd. He knows each one of us by name. Yeah? And the text is taken from Isaiah 43 verse 1. My mom read this text this morning and she got really excited when she asked me, what, is this your verse? Is this your text that you're going to read this morning? And I said, yeah, it is. And then she goes, oh, God doesn't want to leave me out. She's at home. Thank you, Mom. She's at home watching my five kids plus Janelle's too because she loves me and she loves God. Amen? So Isaiah 43 verse 1. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you. Everyone say these words. I have summoned you by name. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Come on. He has summoned us by name. He has called us by name. He knows your name, Auntie Komala. He knows your name, Auntie Betty. Auntie Betty knows already. Yes, amen. He knows our name. And so, my first point is this. He wants to be intimate with you. 1 Samuel 3, verse 4 to 10. Then the Lord called Samuel. He ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I didn't call you. Go back and lie down. This is the first one. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. He got up, he went to Eli. And Eli said, 
My son, I didn't call you. Go back and lie down. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time, the Lord called Samuel. Samuel got up. He went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me? Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down. If he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came, stood there, calling as the other times, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. He wants to be intimate with you. Jesus wants to be intimate with you. And Webster's Dictionary says this, Intimate means marked by a warm friendship developing through a long association of a very personal nature to be very familiar with. God wants to be very familiar with us. He wants, He longs for that intimacy with us. He longs to be close to us. Now, we have Zoom calls every Sunday for our kids alive, right? And so, we will ask a question to the kids. The teacher will ask a question and then the kids would say, me, 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 me. All of them will want to answer. They'll say, me, me, me. And we're like, who is me? <laughs> who is me? We don't know who is me. You have to say your name. Then we know who you are. Right? Because we don't have that intimacy with the kids yet to know their names, to recognize their names. The moment they say me, we know, oh, this is this. Oh, they say me, we know this kid is saying me. We don't know them close enough. Now, back in those days when we had the normal phones, there was no caller ID, right? So my dad would call for mom. And then he would say, um, he would call, and then we would answer and say hello. Then he'd say, can I speak to your mommy, please? And then we will say, who's speaking? Do you all remember those days? <laughs> and even though we knew it was Papa, we would still, still say, who's speaking? And then he's like, I'm her boyfriend. And we would, ha, 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 so funny, Papa, boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> it was so funny for us. But the point is this, we recognize Papa's voice. Why? Because there was that intimacy. There is that intimacy between Papa and us. We recognize the moment he said, hello, may I speak to mommy, please? We knew it was Papa. Right? Right? The same way with us and God. If we have that intimacy with Him, we will be able to recognize His voice. Amen. Verse 7 says, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Verse 7 says, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. But still, listen to this, but still God chose to speak to him. Hello. Does that excite you? I was excited when God revealed this to me. Hey, I don't need to be close to him for him to hear my voice, um, for him to call my name. He can, he can hear my voice anytime, but I don't need to be close to him for him to know my name. If you're not a Christian, if you've just become a Christian, if you haven't been a Christian for a long time, listen to me, guys. He's still calling. He still wants that intimacy with you. Amen. He wants, he longs for the intimacy with you. Jesus appeared to Saul. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Did Saul know Jesus? No. But did God speak to him? Yes. Isn't that exciting? That is so exciting for me. I mean, 
And then it goes on. Okay, God still revealed Himself. If you don't know the Lord yet, it does not disqualify you from entering into His presence. Come on. If you do not know the Lord yet, if you are at a place where, God, I haven't heard from you in a long time, it does not qualify, disqualify you from entering into His presence. All of us can enter into His presence. God called him four times before he said, yes, Lord, I'm listening. Four, that means he had three missed calls. And even the fourth one, he didn't know it was God. Eli said to him, hey, go, that is God calling you, right? Three missed calls. When we get calls on our phone, missed calls, we know it's an emergency, right? If you get three missed calls, there must be an emergency, right? Now, that means they won't call so many times. God called him three times. There were three missed calls before he picked up. If you have had three missed calls, four missed calls, 10 missed calls from God, it's not too late. It is not too late. Pick it up. Say, here I am, Lord, speak. Yes? Getting quiet. Yes? Last week, Pastor mentioned this. It's one thing to say, I know our Prime Minister, but it's another thing for the Prime Minister to say, I know Sherwin. Or I know Annie. Yeah, I know Annie. I know Rajini. Yes, I know that person, right? Well, God knows you. He knows you. The Alpha and Omega, the maker of heaven and earth, He knows you by name and He longs for that intimacy with us. Whether you want to answer Him or not, that's another question. Now it's back, the ball is back on our court. Do you want to answer the call from God? Okay, let's imagine this. I ordered pizza. Okay, my kids love pizza. So I ordered pizza and they, they deliver it to my house. Nice, hot, cheesy pizza. My kids love pizza, right kids? <laughs> they love pizza. And so I order pizza and then I call my children. Kids! So many names, I won't say them all. Kids! Pizza's here. And they recognize my voice, right? Or maybe I don't say pizza is here because that word is the trigger. So I don't say pizza. I just say, kids, come downstairs. And then out of five, only three kids come down. The other two don't want. Mommy call. Lah. Sure, got work one. I don't want to go down. But the other three came down. They can enjoy this nice, cheesy pizza. Hot. Then later, after half an hour, the other two realize, hey, why the other three not coming up? Huh? Okay, let's go and see what's up. Then they realize, oh, they ate pizza without us. How can? Now the pizza cold, not nice already. Mm. See, but I called all five. Only three answered. You get what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? When you obey God's voice, you will be blessed. When you obey His word, when you walk in righteousness, He will bless you. But when you disobey, you are not as blessed as the one who obeyed. Do you get it? So it's up to us what, what we do with what He has called us for. When He calls us, obey, walk, because He longs, God longs for that intimacy with us. But how do we react to His call? Do you understand? Amen. And number two, He wants to give us a new purpose. 
Exodus 3 verse 2 to 4 says this, There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it didn't burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses, and Moses said, here I am. Moses was the prince of Egypt. If you don't know the story, he was the prince of Egypt and then he committed murder, so he started to run away. He ran for his life and he never turned back. He went and lived out in the desert, he found a family, he got married, he started to live his life there. And then 40 years later, God appeared in a burning bush. Now, this was 40 years later. We don't know if God appeared to him differently throughout the 40 years. We don't know if God appeared to him in dreams and he didn't want to answer or what it was. But God finally said, I'm going to get this guy's attention. I'm going to appear in a bush on fire. Okay? So, God appeared to him and gave him a new purpose. You are no longer going to be a shepherd. You are now going to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. A new purpose. God wants to give you a new purpose. The rod in his hand, God said, it will not be for sheep anymore. It will go, it's going to bring miracles. What's in your hand today? What's in your hand today? God wants to bless the works of your hand and He wants to give you a new purpose. You will not be doing your everyday thing anymore. 2020 has been a bit rough on us, but this is not the end. He is going to give you a new purpose. Amen. It was 40 years. You may feel like this is your 40 years. I'm going through my 40-year period now and it is hard. We don't know what Moses was going through. I mean, from... The prince of Egypt, he was given everything, right? And now he's a shepherd. Must be hard, right? It must not be easy. But God still remembered him. And God remembers you. God knows what you're going through. He wants to appear to you. He wants to be there with you. And he may appear in awkward or weird situations. He may appear as an unexpected person coming to help you. He may appear as a friend calling you and saying, hey, do you need a hand? And then you turn it down because I'm just waiting on God. God will appear to us in different unexpected situations, but we have to be willing for Him to come in. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you're struggling financially. Maybe your kids are not as angelic as they used to be. They're getting into things they're not supposed to, whatever it is, the Lord wants to give you a new purpose this morning. Amen? I'm sure you heard of the story of this guy whose village was flooded. So he sits on the roof waiting to be saved and he prays, he prays, he prays, he prays, he's speaking in tongues and praying and saying, God save me, God save me. All of a sudden, a sampan comes by and these boys say, bang, bang, jom, naik. And he's like, tapa, 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 bising je. And then he continues to pray. So he prays, 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 you know, speaking in tongues and praying. Then a speedboat comes. Boom! Uncle, uncle, come, come on. You're very noisy lah. Move please. I'm praying. So they go off. All of a sudden, this loud helicopter. I mean, he's praying. Huh? Who loves to be interrupted when you're praying? <laughs> 
So this loud helicopter comes. Sends down a ladder. Come on, hop on. And he's like, no, I'm praying. God will save me. So eventually, flooded, he dies. He goes to heaven really angry and he goes, God, why didn't you save me? I was praying and praying and why didn't you save me? God said, I sent the sampan, I sent the speedboat and I sent the helicopter. Right? So God will come in unexpected situations. Amen? Just be ready to receive from God. Of course you ask God, God, is this really you? But be able to receive from God. Amen? Don't be stuck in our own thing. But be ready to receive. God appeared to Balaam through a donkey to speak to him. Yeah? Correct or not? God will appear in different ways. Maybe a pastor wants to visit you. That may have saved your marriage, but you're too busy. You're like, no, 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 I don't want pastor come to my house. But that could have saved your marriage. That could have saved your family. But because you were so stubborn, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want. I don't want to hear. You know? So we have to be ready. He wants to give us a new purpose. Are you ready to accept what He has for you? Are you ready to say, yes, Lord, and then be ready for greater things? And number three, He wants to enlarge your territory. Ah, He wants to enlarge your territory. Genesis 17 verse 5. No longer will you be called Abraham. Your name will be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. A father of many nations. Abraham had no kids. He was 90 when he had Ishmael, and that also because he disobeyed God, he went and had a child with another woman. And then later, when 100 years old, he had the promised son, Isaac. But God told him, your name will be Abraham, for you will be a father of many nations. God will enlarge your territory when you walk righteously before him. When you say, God, I am willing. Speak, Lord, I'm listening. When you say, God, allow, I will allow you to use me. He will enlarge your territory. Who wants their territories to be enlarged? Amen. Wow, you're listening. Praise God. With God, all things are possible. He wants to breathe life into you today, into your relationships, into your businesses, into your financial situation. Whatever it is, God wants to enlarge your territory. Amen. What seemed dead will become alive and He will bless not only you, He will bless your children, your children's children for generations to come. Isn't that exciting? Genesis 17 verse 7 says, I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come. To be your God and the God of the descendants after you. Now Jabez prayed a very famous prayer. Some of us have it in our houses. Some of us sing the song all the time. First Chronicles 4 verse 10 says this, Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. You see, the name Jabez means to make sorrowful or in pain. Why was he called such a horrible name? His mom gave it to him. Because, she said, giving birth to him was very painful. So he's now going to be called pain. Okay, women who gave birth. How many of you gave birth with zero pain? Oh, 
how many of you remember that it was very painful? Oh, don't remember already, huh? I remember it was very painful. I had five kids. All five was very painful. They say, as, as time goes by, it will get easier lah. No lah. Where God? Bluffing. Why did you have five kids then? I don't know. Ask my husband. <laughs> Power, huh? Ah, yo, very painful. But do I call my son? Hey, ouch, come here. Oi, sakit, come here. Do I call them that? No, in fact, we think of beautiful names for our kids. We, we spend months trying to decide what name to give. Not only will the name sound nice, it must have a good meaning, right or not, mummies? Daddies, right or not? We give them a good name. One of my kids, his name is Fire Released by God in Victory. Another one, Princess with Grace and Wisdom. Wow, beautiful names. I will not call my kids pain, no matter how much pain they may be when I gave birth and now, right? <laughs> I will never call my child pain because you want to bless them. But the Bible says this about Jabez. He was more honorable than his brothers. My point is this. No matter what people have spoken over your life, come on, no matter what someone has spoken over your life, God wants to get rid of it and He wants to bless you. It does not matter what they have spoken over your life. It does not matter what have been said in the past. Amen. God wants to bless you exceedingly, abundantly above all that you can ask or imagine. Woo! Exciting. It does not matter what was said. What God says matters. And what He's saying to you today is He wants to enlarge your territory. He wants to speak into your life and enlarge the works of your hand. Amen. When you live a righteous life, when we walk according to His word, according to His law, He will bless because righteousness always prevails. Yeah? Righteousness always prevails. Oh, I'm closing already, Pastor, can I? Isaiah 54 verse 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me. So this is my message this morning, that God wants to be near you again. He longs for that intimacy with you. He wants to give you a new purpose. And He wants to enlarge your territory. Amen? God is a God, a good, good God. And this is His call for you. Are you ready to receive from God? Are you ready to accept this and say, Oh God, speak, Lord, I'm listening. But remember, yes, there's a catch. What's the catch? Watch, walk righteously before Him. Hiya. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> no. Let's do that. Let's walk righteously before Him. Get rid of whatever that's holding us back from God's call. Amen? Amen? Amen.
musicians, come on up. You know, sometimes we begin to think that